Welcome to Say What? A Fresh Look at Old Sayings, the podcast which explores the origins, meaning, and value of old sayings, familiar expressions, and adages. I'm Dave Ellingson, adventurer, author, educator, and seeker of wisdom. Welcome to Say What and our series, The Magic of Music. Today, our guests are the, the longtime duo Lost and Found, a.k.a. George Baum and Michael Bridges. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Thank you. We go back a ways. Uh, I think of youth yes, gatherings, <laughs> uh, conventions, concerts. Um, what a fun adventure together. Um, it'd be fun to hear some of the, the twists and turns on your musical adventure, um, as well as the latest news. Uh, why don't we start, Michael, with you? You're in LA now. Uh, fill us in on what you're doing and, and then kind of reminisce a bit about your adventure with George, and then we'll give George a chance to rebut. <laughs> well, let's see. Right, right now, I am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the truth. Yeah, you have to yield, yield to the gentleman from Ohio. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. So um, let's see. So right now, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles. I've been here for uh, quite, a, quite a long time living out here. And um, right now, my, my, current, my current job, my, my full-time work is... Uh, I work as a director of development for um, a nonprofit organization called Parks California. And uh, so we promote access to um, the parks in California. So pretty apt name for the organization, right? Very, very clever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so um, it, it's, you know, I'm super, super excited about this work because, you know, just the, 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 the idea of enabling a new generation and a more diverse group of users to engage with, uh, with the, the parks in California, which is an amazing resource. You know, the, the, the California state parks and other parks are really quite remarkable in, in the world, quite honestly. And so, you know, we sort of feel like we hold the, the treasure in trust for future generations. So I, I love being a part of something that will be really long and lasting. That's what I'm doing right now. Um, so um, to, to, we got started with Lost and Found, which, which lasted for... Well, we're still doing Lost and Found. You know, I mean, Lost and Found will will always last. I think um, it's just that we don't tour full time anymore, um, the way we did uh, for decades. And and we got started with it. Uh, it's a story that I think will resonate with you, Dave. You know, similar to your um, kayaking journeys, we got started by riding our bicycles around the United States, and it just was kind of a fluke. You know, we were twenty two years old got the bright idea that it would be fun to ride bicycles from New York to St. Louis to Miami to San Diego up to Seattle and back to New York. Two guys on bikes, no van following us, no nothing like that. And of course, this is long before the days of cell phones. You know, these are in <clears throat> these are in the uh, these are the days when when everything was in black and white, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally paper. Paper. last right. century. Yeah. <laughs> and so Sometime last century, we set off on bicycles. Anyway, we, we rode our bicycles 8,000 miles around the United States. Took us um, about 11 and a half months. And the way we supported the trip was uh, we played concerts along the way. And when we returned to New York, 
um, people kept calling us and we'd go out on weekends. Um, George was, George was in college and I had a job in New York and, um, and we, uh, we would just go out on the weekends, literally George would, you know, Monday, George would get on a, on a, on a flight Sunday night, land at JFK airport and take a cab to his Monday morning class kind of thing, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and we did that for a number of years, and then we decided to do that full time. And all of a sudden, twenty nine years went by, wow. and we were we were playing in the band. Wow! Wow! Just exactly the way you planned it, right? That was <laughs> <laughs> the best laid plan. We're accident. We were accidentally in a band. Yeah. There you go. There you go, George. What What would you add to that? Uh, you know, in terms of as you look at back over all the years. Yeah. Okay. Right. So uh, I'm currently um, I'm an Episcopal priest at a uh, an Episcopal church in Massillon, Ohio, which is where the football comes from. And um, <laughs> I've been here four years now. Um, before that, uh, I was at a different church for a few years, and then in between, I would just fill in at places while Michael and I would continue to play concerts. So when I was in town, I would fill in for someone else. Um, but uh, Five, well, yeah, 2015. So five years ago, um, Michael and I did what we called our farewell tour and farewell in the sense of we weren't going to tour full time anymore. Mm -hmm. So we didn't necessarily retire. We just stopped playing music for a living. Um, so people always give us flack, like we're, you know, kiss going back. Every time we play <laughs> a concert, they act like <laughs> we, we shouldn't have the right to do that because we retired, but yeah. we didn't retire. We just stopped doing it for a living. Right. So anyway, so after during 2015, during that farewell tour, um, I was sending out resumes to different churches um, and we were living in Cleveland at the time. And much to my surprise, the church that turned out to be a great match for me was an hour down the road in Massillon, Ohio. And um, so it's, it's a really good fit between me and the people. And I'm very happy uh, living here in Massillon. And so that's that's where I ended up. Uh, as far as whatever else Michael had said, um, yeah, the, the bike trip was obviously like our starting point in a lot of ways. And even at the very beginning, we didn't think we were going to keep doing this. And like you said, people would call us up and say, hey, would you come play at my youth gathering? Would you come play at my church? And um, before we knew it, it was like, you know, we could actually maybe do this for a living. And we did for quite a long time, which is great. I was just going to say, you know, one of the things along those lines, you know, us, us winding up uh, doing this, being a band for so long, is it's always been sort of um, important to us to demonstrate, to, to, to show the possibility that um, people can sort of do what they um, can do what they do with what they have. So um, lots of people might say, oh, OK, you guys are going to have a band. Fabulous. All right. Well, <clears throat> OK, you're going to have to get a drummer. And you have to get a bass player. You're definitely going to have to get some people who can sing, you know, that, that type of thing. Um, and and pretty soon you fill out this band, and so you have your standard four, five, six people in a band. And you look around. Oh, we always wanted to have a band, but we never could keep a bass player, kind of thing. Um, and and we just kind of went out there with what we had. It was you know George plays the piano, I play the guitar, and we both do our best to sing, and um, just sort of kept it going. And it's always been important to us to to kind of you know, hopefully people feel um, maybe they have the sense of, gee, I could do that. We, we often would joke that, you know, people would come to the concerts 
and and they would see us up there you know and they'd listen to us and they'd say oh man are you kidding me i could do that yeah. and that's exactly what we wanted them to say yeah. that's exactly it we mm -hmm. wanted them to think man if those guys could do that i could do that and then it kind of opens the conversation to how could i use whatever it is i have to uh, accomplish something and you know move forward kind of possibly in ministry space yeah you know when i when i think of your concerts and booking you for various gigs uh one of the things i think you guys excelled in beyond the music was the relationships that you established with people i mean i i, I can see you there with your cds at the table and people coming up and you guys chatting i think you had as much fun just talking to folks and and kind of like you say building relationships and encouraging young people as you did on the stage that was that was always something that i really appreciated it's definitely true you yeah. were you were definitely watching yeah because that, <laughs> that that's absolutely true you know i mean uh people would over the years sometimes people would say oh man you know lost and found they're just you know i was just trying to sell stuff kind of thing but of course um that that was part of that was part of the the, the scheme right i mean that's how we we did. We totally met people and we engaged kind of thing. It was all all part of it. Yeah. Before we get into the music, uh, you know, for the folks who are going to listen and maybe hear you for the first time, um, I, I I want you to just to describe. I know you I think maybe you've come up with a, a name for the genre <laughs> of music in, in which you perform. Why don't you describe it so that folks I don't think they'll be prepared, but g give those newcomers kind of a, a, a word or a phrase, because I know that helped me in the early days. Other than saying I could do that, I went, oh, that's what that is. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we have two, two labels for it. One is acoustic thrash. Um, so we, we play acoustic instruments, acoustic guitar and acoustic piano, um, but we play them as fast and loud as we can. So the, um, it's sort of like punk rock on acoustic instruments is a way to think of it. So acoustic thrash, I think someone else came up with that at some point after hearing us and we're like, yeah, that, that actually fits. That sounds right. <laughs> and then the other one, um, which is the name of our website um, is Speedwood. So people hear us and they, they think, um, well, that's, you know, it's not, it's not heavy metal because we're playing acoustic instruments right but it's um it's more like speed metal but it's on acoustic instruments our instruments are made of wood so that, that it's a long it's a complicated journey to get to where we came up with speed <laughs> yeah. wood but it's like speed metal but on acoustic instruments is a way to think of it great and so the song that i, I think you're i think we're going to play here is um it's from our our last record and we um, we did go ahead and, and, and join together with friends who play drums and bass and so forth. Yeah, so I, I think George is going to say that, you know, it just um, it's it's we're playing the songs with with a band the way we sort of wanted them to sound, you know. Um, and and so in, in our concerts and on tour, it, it's the two of us. And it is more about relations than it is about, um, you know, rocking musical performances. So we thought for our last record, it'd be fun to, to, to join together with some, with some players. So that's what you're gonna hear. It's from the, the record called We Are With You, which we are. Um, <laughs> and, and the song is called, this is a song called New Creation. 
And, uh, you know, sort of, sort of let the song speak for itself. But one of the things to kind of, you know, listen for is that we, um, we have always strived in the songs that use scripture to use scripture to kind of, um, in, interpret and, and, and understand this, uh, the concepts about, about the love of God, you know? And so this is a song about, you know, God makes us new creations, which turn out to be, you know, better than what we might create on our own. So, you know, there are lines in there like, um, you know, I want to, I want to see like the man born blind. I want to, I want to live like Lazarus kind of thing that is left to our own devices. You know, we might not see, and we, we would, we would surely die and left to God's devices, you know, the scales are lifted and, um, and the, and the tomb is empty. Yeah. My, my favorite, my favorite of all those little things you were just going through there, like see like the man born blind, all that is, um, I want to love like John because the thing we know about John is he was the disciple who was loved. He's not known for his loving. If, if you know about John and love, it means he was loved by Jesus. Like that's how I want to love. Let's let's hear a new creation. I want to be a new creation. Fall from the fingers of God's right hand. Yeah, I want to be a new creation. And God's gonna make me stand. I want to see like Daniel. I want to love like that song um that that phrase i want to be i want to be i remember back in the day there was uh, the uh, madonna wannabes right <laughs> there were that whole language of wannabe and i think that's a real struggle for a lot of folks uh, particularly young people uh, and wanting to be someone other than 
who God created them to be or that new creation. And, and, and John, that's a great example. I, the story I remember, uh, one of my friends that uh, taught the gospel of John said that when the ancient old John, who was in his last days would literally be carried into the assembly. Um, he, he was, uh, an ancient, uh, man and and he would just be carried into the assemblies and all he would say all he would say which captures it is love one another mm. and mm. that's yeah. that's all they needed to hear from john and and in some ways that's all we need to hear right right yeah right okay the next tune uh is an award-winning tune uh rise up tell us tell us about this the award and and um it's kind of set it up uh, this is a, a song we wrote um, for one of the national youth gatherings of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, the ELCA. Um, the theme for the, that particular year was Rise Up, and the youth gathering was in Detroit. And um, so when we considered what we would want to say in a song that went with that theme, um, we, we focused on the sacraments, um, and you'll hear that in the words. Um, that uh, and we we took it in in directions at least in in the chorus for sure um, the idea of um, rising up in forgiveness rising up after receiving communion rising up out of the waters of baptism um, so thematically that's that's where it is so rise up the sound of a voice the touch of a hand. Facing a choice and taking a stand. The presence of love, the heat of a crowd, hopes high above, living out loud. Let us rise up, our sins are forgiven. Let us rise up, the water is poured. Let us rise up, the cup has been lifted. Let us rise up. In praise of the Lord Now sing of the wonder And sing of the woes Sing of the fountain That forever flows Sing of the labor And sing of the loss Sing of the cradle And sing of the cross And let us rise up Our sins are forgiven Let us rise up The water is poured Let us rise up in praise of the Lord. Now sing of the factory and sing of the farm. Sing of the helping and sing of the harm. Sing of the halting and sing of the herd. Sing of the wisdom and sing of the word. And let us rise up. Our sins are forgiven. Let us In praise. 
you really probe some interesting questions in your music and and uh, this next tune um asks a question that uh that dr king asked why don't you describe this next tune and the question and and maybe the the answer that the the song provides yeah this is a, this sort of is sort of a, a questioning song right that <clears throat> something that faces all of us um you know every day every minute every second as it were and and in a, in a more in a more global sense the question is where do we go where do we go from here and uh, you know you reference um dr martin luther king jr who um had a 1967 book called where do we go from here chaos or community it's a question that's fairly appropriate for us right now you know to ask that question um, where do we go from here, chaos or community? You'll hear in the lyrics of this song, which I think was from a record we made around 2004, that there are references to the events of September 2001. Mm -hmm. um, but it, there's also references not just to the, these global headline-making events, but the events that are sort of the stories of our lives and the, the headlines of our own lives. Um, broken relationships and, 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 and neighborly relationships and, um, and when things happen to us, we ask the question, where do we go from here? And maybe it's not the things that happen to us that are the most important, but how we react when they happen. And so it's kind of what the what the question what what the song addresses and I, I would add to that that um the the chorus to the song where do we go from here um oh it looks forward right because it's the the first verse is about um Adam and Eve in the garden right and it's like so everything got screwed up where do we go from here it's not what have you done it's where are we going and I, I just preached about this last week or so um that the church never asks questions about the past, the church always asks about the future. So when we marry a couple, we say, will you do these things? Um, in the baptismal covenant in the Episcopal Church, we ask, will you seek and serve Christ? Um, we don't say, how did you get here? We say, where, where are you going? Um, in a similar way, that song, even when things are bad, it doesn't look at how we got here, it looks at where are we going? Let's listen to where do we go from here? Walking slowly past the tree, seeing what they want to see. Same as you and same as me, known and hidden, captive free. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? A prison of promise, blessing upon us. Where do we go from here? Yeah. 
the way you describe that that not looking back even though we have a rich history that it's it's kind of a promised present and a and a hopeful future and and this next song i think uh in in one way um answers it and um is is a a lovely more lyrical um it, it feels to me like a musical prayer um have love tell us about it um yeah, so it's, um, you know, it's a, it, it, I mean, it, the song sort of, it, it, it sends hopefully also it sort of speaks for itself, but it starts with this concept that long before there were the problems that vex our nations. In fact, long before there were our nations and countries, there was God who through, of, of God's own creativity spun into being all that is um, out of out of love. Um, so you know there's kind of there's three three verses in this song you know that one culminates you know so God let the world have love um, so that everyone can sort of you know so that all may have enough, we lift our hearts above and pray, God, let the world have love. And if the world had love, maybe all would have enough. Um, the second verse is, you know, God, let the world have grace um, so that all, all may see your face. And, and we always think of that not so much in a sort of, you know, um, the, the, you know the, the payoff that when you die, you'll go to heaven sort of thing. But, but importantly, we think of it in terms of if, if we showed grace to one another, if the world had grace, we would see the face of God. You know, and then the, the third verse is, God let the world have peace and we'll let the song speak. We did actually um, sing this uh, live on Facebook earlier this year, which was a sort of, um, we added another verse, which was, you know, God may the world heal. And um, I think that's important right now in, in more ways than one. Lord, before there was peace, 
war You made the planet spin And you let life begin Now that all may have enough We lift our hearts above And pray God Let the world have love Oh God Let the world have love Until you reveal to us your will And gathered at your throne Our eternal home Now that all may see your face Every tribe and race Oh God, may the world have grace Oh God, may the world We know, and our unity may grow. Stay the fist clenched hand, help us understand. Now may wars and fighting cease, and harmony increase. And God, let the world have peace. Oh God, may the world. This next this next piece uh, is from a rock opera. I didn't, you know, I never would have thought of you guys as operatic, but but you are. <laughs> give a give a quick well, yeah. So to... <laughs> okay, well the, the first thing first thing we have to remember is that an opera um, we think of it as a style of music, but it is simply a case of a play where everything is sung. So there's no uh, speaking, right? It's not a musical where there are lines and songs. An opera is just a story told through song. And so that's how you can end up with a rock opera. The thing is, we called it a rock opera sort of as a joke, because what it really is, is it's a folk opera, if anything, right? We're not, we don't exactly rock the house and we never have claimed to. So anyways, Michael, take it over. Um, yeah, so, you know, one thing that we would definitely want everyone who's listening now to know about is that since we stopped touring full time, we have nevertheless continued to do the things that we've been doing in Germany since 2011, which is every two years, we host what we call the Luther 500 Fest, which is um, a celebration an observation, kind of a cultural plunge into the life and times of Martin Luther. So we invite people to join us in Germany. We go to Wittenberg, Eisleben, Eisenach. Um, we go in, in 2022, we'll also be going to Worms. Um, because 2021 is the 500th anniversary of the Diet of Worms. So everyone is invited to join us in Germany, um, June 27th to July 3rd, 
2022. Um, it's all on the it's all on the website Luther 500 uh, Festival. And so anyway, um, that's been a really that's been a source of real joy and and an opportunity for us to to continue doing that. So um, there was that going on. What happened then was at some point our friend Rich Melheim um, approached us and said he had this graphic novel uh, about the life and times of Martin Luther. He said, you guys should, you know, set it to music, make some, make some songs around it. And so we made these 24 songs that sort of tell the story of Martin Luther's life in the beginning of the Reformation using in some of the songs, um, some of the text from Rich's book. Um, though I, I'm not sure that in, in this one, I, I can't remember how much of the, the lyrics come from Rich's book, but anyway, this is a song that's sort of the prosecuting attorney making the case against Martin Luther at the Imperial Diet in Worms in April of 1521, our interpretation of that. <laughs> and it's called A Simple Matter. Yeah. It's a super simple matter, your excellency. An excommunication and a death penalty. A super simple matter for the law and nothing more. Whereas hereby, therefore, this man proclaims discarded propositions is true. Asserts the council made an error in condemning Jan Hus. His writings are a litany of query and complaints. He calls for having heretics rebranded as saints. It's a super simple matter, your excellency. And a death penalty A super simple matter For settling a score Whereas hereby and therefore Now the world is in confusion People wonder what's right He's calling into question Popes and councils alike He shatters our traditions Examines our laws The casting down of hierarchy He could cause It's a super simple matter your Excellency, an excommunication and a death penalty. A super simple matter for the law and nothing more. Whereas, hereby, therefore. Now there are only two questions before we commence. With the guilty verdict and the just sentence. He and his works should be sent to the flames. There will be no rebuttal. your writings and do you revoke it's a super simple matter your excellency an excommunication and a death penalty a super simple matter to settle a score whereas hereby therefore three simple words history can't ignore whereas hereby and therefore a super simple matter shall I So this uh, <laughs> this recording we're going to hear, um, we this is the opening track on our farewell album. We are with you. Um, so it's that album recorded with the whole band. So the the version you'll hear has the full band. Um, 
But uh, we wrote this song a long time ago. Um, and the idea is, uh, well, it's, it's, it's a very Lutheran idea, right? The, um, the idea of um, simultaneously saint and sinner so that we are one thing and another thing at the same time. We're not, and the name of our band falls right into this. We are not lost or found. We're lost and found at the same time, saint and sinner. So the, the verses, as you'll hear, are just couplets of opposites put together, explaining the whole breadth of humanity as opposed to isolating people into compartments, which is also a very timely thing to talk about these days, right? Everyone living in their silos, um, if, if we treated people more as well-rounded individuals that God has made them, um, we might have more peace in the world. Bridges. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, it's kind of, a, it's a definitive lost and found song because it sort of tells that, that origin story, you know, that uh, we're, we're more than one thing. We're, we're both things at the same, at the same time. One of the things that, you know, kept us in, in this line of work for so long is that we felt like we had a different message than lots of the other artists in this style and, and ministry space, you know, who really insisted on dividing people into two groups, the good or the bad, the saved or the unsaved, the in or the out. And we've always felt that uh, the most important word in our name is our middle name, which is and, because, um, you know, that, that's how we are. And we imagine that, that Lots of people are, are the same way. You're, you're more than one thing at a time. You're, you're lost and found. You're good and bad. You're up and down. You're on and off at the same time. Let's have a listen.
One of my favorite lines uh, when you talk about lost and found and uh, sinner and saint, uh, I often say to my students, uh, it's not an either or, it's a both and. And yep. if we can learn to live with the depth of paradox and the tension, the creative tension, uh, that allows us to live in the, the messiness of life, uh, realizing that uh, that we are blessed in, in all circumstances. So, gentlemen, thank you for a um, uh, just a, a musical odyssey uh, through through years and days and uh, tours and bicycle rides. What? What fun. Thank you for, for all the years and thank you for the music you share and continue to share. Um, a final question. Um, what advice, you already mentioned a little bit earlier, what advice do you have for young musicians or musicians who are out there and, and struggling? What would you... The, the, the first thing, is, back to our own origin story, is use what you have. You know, don't wait around to win the band label Odyssey, you know, lottery, right? Where like make a demo tape and take you forever. Just if you have songs, you play them for people. And if people like your songs, they'll ask you to play them again. And that's that's essentially our origin story in a nutshell. We just, yeah. we we forgot to figure out how to put a real band together. And so <laughs> we, we were lost and found. And like, that's what we've been. Right? Yeah, agreed, absolutely. Don't wait for anyone to tell you that you're good enough or that you're ready. Um, you're plenty, you're sufficient, you're totally enough. And, um, and just, just, just do it. Your, your story of your lives, your musical journey is really a story of, of grace. And uh, hmm. you have graced us for, for many years and we wish you well. How will folks connect with you um, to hear your music, to join your tours, uh, give them a, um, a, a link or a connection? Well, the one shop stopping <laughs> um, sort of place would be the website, which is speedwood.com. Again, it's like heavy wood, but there's no heavy in our band. So speedwood, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and we will, we do hope to get out, you know, COVID permitting to get out, you know, six times in the fall and, and play the rock opera. Until next time, I'm Dave Ellingson, and this has been Say What? A Fresh Look at Old Sayings, the podcast which explores the origins, meaning, and value of old sayings, familiar expressions, and adages. Tune in to Say What? on your mobile device, computer, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. In coming episodes of my series, The Magic of Music, join me for jazz, blues, world music, gospel, folk, classical, hip-hop, pop, and country. For more information on my books and films and availability to do Zoom presentations, check out my website at dellingson.com. And thanks for listening. <laughs>